This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Red Report. We are sponsored by the best of Barnsley and we are proud to be the part of the network, the talk sport network of fans. Sorry, that, that'll be clipped. We'll get it right one day. Oh, it's falling and, apart already. Falling apart a bit, already. A bit like Wednesday. Only a week ago, the Tigers came out triumphant over a South Yorkshire rival, Sheffield Wednesday. But after a weekend with no football, the Tigers display against Exeter did not resemble that of a promotion-chasing side in any way, shape or form. Has the bubble seriously burst or was this a one-off below-par performance for Barnsley, who are still on course, potentially, for that second automatic promotion spot? So look at this in more detail. Our regular co-hosts have assembled this evening. It is, of course, Ian from the Tykes Block. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Carlos. Steve, you well? Very well, sir. Very well. Nice to be Good. back. And yeah, he is from, there from in his my exile. Game. Uh, realising that he was late for Crufts, but he has bought a £700 tap. It's Steve Andrews. Steve, how are we doing? I've got a, I've got a new tap, mate. Absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. Burnt me send twice. I'm not, I haven't had it fitted yet, but really good. And if you are watching Evening Mr Mitchell and Mr Eisted, <laughs> we love your Harry. Anyway, at Boys, um, Exeter. Um, I did an interview with Rob Staten before the match for BBC Radio Sheffield, and I said, this is a Michael Duff moment, match, whatever you want to call it. it. It's it's easy to get riled up and ready when you've got Sheffield Wednesday with three million away in you know in the away stand, South Yorkshire, Tuesday night, the whole town is buzzing. I think you need the manager more on a Tuesday night at Exeter. And um it it it, it proved it didn't it because it was well below par. Um Ian We'll dissect bits, bit by bit. But overall, what was your impression for uh, uh, of, of that match last night? Uh, it was a stinker, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, right through the team, before people jump down my throat and go, yeah, but we've been unbeaten in 12, 13 games. I get that. And I'm not, I don't want to beat the team up too much. I think you've got to, I think Michael Duff hit the nail on the head with his post-match. Um, summing up really that yeah everybody was off form 
But you can't really uh, beat them up too much, can you? Because they've been on such fantastic fight. It was going to happen at some point. A degree of praise for Exeter. I thought they rolled that first 20 minutes out when I thought we just passed them passed them to death. Uh, and it looked like we were going to, we started really well. But if you were going to analyse that game, I'd say, look, dodgy at the back. I thought Jordan Williams was at fault for two of the goals. He got beaten down the flank every time. You look at the midfield was busy, but didn't create anything for the front two. And then we went to some sort of 4-2-4 to try and resurrect it. And, and they just looked like a lot of individuals. They all had an off day. Um, but in context, what a great run. And the task now, if you wanted a, as a manager, as a motivation, you just say to them, there's nine games left, lads. Go unbeaten again. That's the challenge, isn't it? Bad day at the office. Try and move on. You've got Markham on Saturday. A very winnable game. Let's start another run. Yeah. Um, Steve, um, in the in the, in the uh, South Yorkshire Derby against Sheffield Wednesday, Harry Eistead, evening Mr Eistead, um, made a fantastic save as, as Sheffield Wednesday sort of saved the ball from going over the, over the, over the, over the byline and, and put the ball in. That's exactly what Exeter did. Is that something maybe they think is a, a weakness for Barnsley? And, and did they seek out our weak points? Or was it like Ian says, we were just well below par and want to forget about? Well, we had 11 weak points last night, didn't we? Let's be honest. Um, I agree with Ian. It's no good beating everybody up. It's a one-off. you know, it, It's a one -off, It's a blip. Um, I think Morecambe, personally, is going to be harder than we think it's going to be. Um, because we all said Exeter, you know, we should be going down there and getting... Getting three points, really, and we should have done. But yet again, we play teams like Wednesday, like Plymouth, and we play we play like a championship team. We get teams like Bristol Rovers and Exeter, and in in some respects, they've they've done better homework, um, and they just they just nullify us. That first twenty minutes, like you say, Exeter were very lucky, although we didn't really have. A clean chance as such because again we didn't we, we still didn't really create anything that first 20 minutes we played some nice balls about mm -hmm. but no end no end product no else going in box um and then exeter sort of found their niche if you if you will they, they found out to attackers they could see that jordan williams were having an absolute nightmare down on, on, on right hand side so they they attacked him and made him look very very ordinary um, midfield for me was poor. Unfortunately, Connell and Kane just didn't fire. Normally, we can cope with perhaps one of them being a little bit off. Kane never produced, though, uh, didn't create anything. Connell just seemed to run around. Uh, I am going to say Phillips were non existent again, and this is one of my bugbears at the minute. Um, yeah, he scored some good goals. I just wonder if Phillips is, better, is a better sub. Because for me, he, he never he never even created a thing last night, uh, and a lot of time I never even heard his name, so I, I found that really disappointing. But again, you know you can't you can't come off back at a twelve a twelve thirteen game unbeaten run for one game and slag him uphill and down there. Um, you know you've got to bite your tongue. Well, I am really, but they were shite. Um, <laughs> you know, even Mr. Mr. Eisted. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Mitchell. I'll uh, I'll do my hundred lines later on. Um, you know what? 
it's one of them you can you can pull it apart you can say this that and other all about it the best thing you can do is say it were a bad night chalk it off wait and see what happens on saturday um ian it's interesting what steve said because it's it's right isn't it we that's the first game. time ever <laughs> ever in years and years and years and years i've known carlo that he has ever said that's interesting what steve said unbelievable <laughs> but it, it, but it's it's right isn't it you look at the run and it, it's the we can raise our game against sheffield wednesday against plymouth against portsmouth mm-hmm. then you look at the next five matches morecambe burton Shrewsbury, Forest Green, and we know what Forest Green did against Massive Wednesday, and Lincoln. Do you say, are you in the camp saying, well, that's ideal, isn't it? You know, you can look at Morecambe, who've won, I think, one or two away matches all season. They are struggling. They need a miracle to stay up. That's motivation in itself. Morecambe might look and say, well, look what Exeter did. Or do you say, actually, from a Barnsley point of view, you're back at home, you know, get an atmosphere going, get back on that winning run, is it like these are dangerous sides when they're sort of like lurk mid table or they're near the bottom, or is it the perfect opportunity, like you both said, to bounce back and start a new winning run? You've got to be guarded, haven't you? We went to Markham and thought we'd win at Markham, no problem, and they were bottom of the league at the time. The Beatles one nil, and we had a bit of a poor game that day. So you know anything's possible. I'd like to think it's probably not a bad game. I think when we had was it January we had Accrington at home. And it was just after we'd had that little bit of a iffy run going out the cup at Derby, losing at Charlton and against Bolton. And we had Aki at home and it was just ideally set up that and, and, and we won and played really well. And I think that's when the atmosphere kicked on. So I think Morecambe probably is um, the probably best one we could have had, to be honest. Um, yes, there will be a threat. They're fighting for their lives, but they're down there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um it's a dangerous one in it looking at the fixtures i think burton are always a, a tough oppos- opposition um shrewsbury although again that's a, oh well the tough the tough there aren't they um lincoln's a night match away again when we played them at Oatwell, they were on a great run and they beat us 1-0 and we never got a sniff but they're a different lincoln to what was in last season so it really is it's difficult to try and predict no on paper you would say they're five ideal fixtures but there is the odd banana skin in there like we saw at bristol rovers like we saw last night and and, and I, I agree steve is right you know some of these teams have done <laughs> they have done the homework and they've matched us and they've um so i think you've just got to You've just got to take it. All you can do is beat what's in front of you. Start with Markham on Saturday and, and start the run again. That's all you can do and not look too far ahead because you, um, I know Duff won't be looking beyond the next 45 minutes, will he? But they should be, you should be racking up quite a few points out of there. I'm not saying we'll win all of them. No, but as, as fans, though, Steve, you do, don't you? I'm looking now, as you can see, there's nine matches left. I look at that and I literally go, it might be wrong, Markham. We are able of getting three points. Okay, away at Burton, you know, we shouldn't lose. Put it that way. Shrewsbury, you should win that. Forest Green, I know what Forest Green did, but, you know, Lincoln, Oxford. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's Ipswich, isn't it? 25th of April, it's the Ipswich match. That's going to be, if you can mirror Ipswich's result or better them, that's going to be the one 
and you, then you're hoping on the, on the Wednesday clip up, and then after Ipswich, you've got MK Dunton and, and Peterborough. Um, Michael Duff is saying 45 minutes. Right. Let's look then at what went wrong. We, we give credit to Exeter. You have to. They did the homework. They did really well. Was there a, Did you feel it was a, a change of game plan almost? Because I felt that we just bypassed our own midfield. I think there was a lot of running, but it just felt at times that everything was just high and far to try and get to Devante Cole and, and James Norwood. I just it, it just felt like we've got it, off we go. And that quick passing in spells we did. But overall, I just felt it was very much route one, hope and see and see what happens. I, I, I would, how would you sort of describe our playing style yesterday? Was it different than before? I think, I think I've already used that word. I'll not use it again. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Eisted. Um <laughs> It's, it's, it's as though it's a default setting for us. As soon as we start, if we have players that's having a bad day, more than one, um, we seem to sort of default to let's knock it long and hope that somebody can get on end of it. Because we, when, we, when we've had bad bad runs before, especially start at season, you know, we we all said, why are we playing long ball when we, we know we can play football, we can out-football other teams. Um, and it, it just seems as whether, I don't know whether it's Duff's not shouting loud enough or players just sort of panic and think, oh my God, I've got to hit it long and, and try and get it to, to one, at, one at forwards. Because that, that again, were a prime example. You've got no wooden call running about. They never got any service at all. Long balls were going over. They were a waste of time because they weren't good enough for a start. But there was no creativity through through midfield. Nobody put the foot on ball and found a pass. Now, Kane's been doing that this season. Um, I mean, he's gone up in my estimation 100%. Last night, he just didn't seem to... He didn't seem to have his eye in. He didn't seem to have that killer pass in him. Um and you could tell. And you could tell he was frustrated. Uh, I mean, I was frustrated when he took Connell off. I was surprised he took Connell off, to be quite honest. Uh, first person I would have taken off would have been would have been Phillips. Simple as that. Probably for Thomas. Again, somebody to run at him. Because Jordan, Jordan Williams had a stinker. We know he did. Fair enough. But he, he, he didn't get any of his normal runs down that wing. There were nothing going into box. Um he were getting. I tell you, he reminded me of last night. Uh, Trent Alexander at uh, at Liverpool, going forward is normally really good. Defending sometimes can be a bit iffy. Last night he never went forward, and his defending were rubbish. So mm. it, it it's it is. I think it's a default that the panic to a certain extent, and the only outlet is a long ball up front. Mm. But we never yeah. have a player. We never have a player in that position to hit that long ball too, that then relieves pressure. Because mm. that were another thing. That were another thing that Exeter did. First twenty minutes, we were all over them. We were pressuring them. It were high intensity, and and we looked we looked good for it. But then they were just doing the same to a certain extent to us. They were closing as players down. They weren't letting Kane get a pass away. They weren't letting Connell get a pass away. Cadden never got down left. Williams never got down right. Does that mean then that game plan goes out of goes out at window? Yeah. Because then after yeah. that it defaulted to boom, boom, boom. Now nah, I'm but not having to go at 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Go on, sorry, Ian. No, so no, so I'm just thinking you're spot on, but I just thought when we got it back to 1 1, we seemed to settle back down again and just have a breather. And I thought, right, we'll kick on now and play our usual football that we've been yeah. playing for the last couple of months. And we didn't. We, we, we kept going to these long, gameless balls that went straight out of touch. You were, you yeah. were right. It, and it, I've got it, to say as well, I've got to say as well, substitution wise, as I say, I was surprised he took Connell off, but he did. Fair enough. He obviously saw something that that we didn't. But I come back to a, a comment I made probably three or four months ago. You've got people sat on that bench like Benson, like Watters, that you would think I'll be watching that game same as us, and they'll be going, "Oh, he's not playing very well tonight. Oh, he's not playing very well tonight. I've got a chance here." If I go out there, I can, you know, perhaps make a bit of a name for myself. And I might be on starting starting eleven foot next match. But they didn't. Benson came off and he gave it away more than he did Hotelsway. Do you know what I mean? And it seemed to go through all players, not just eleven on pitch. As soon as subs came on, for me again, they just weren't they just weren't doing anything. And Ian, um, as we're recording, I mean, it's it's what it's. Two minutes past nine on a, on the Wednesday. Evening. It's what it's time I were in bed. I know. My care, sure. care is coming. No, I've, I've rung them. They're coming a bit later tonight, Dad. Oh, sorry, um, cheers, man. Um, it, it's it's still Cheltenham nil, Sheffield Wednesday nil. And looking at the stats, it's it's a very sort of even match. I mean, in this league, anybody can beat anybody. <clears throat> Back to last night. Um, did the, the the he made four substitutions in one go. Do you think that maybe that can unsettle things? Or was that frustration? Or was it like you just throw everything in the kitchen sink at them to try and, and force something? Because I just felt that afterwards, it, I felt throughout it was all a little bit disjointed. And you know what? Get it out of the way now before you play Ipswich or before, you know. But for it, 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 it I don't know. What, what, what was your thoughts when four came on? I just felt that's almost, 50% of the team, isn't it? It's not my yeah. massive shit, but you know what I mean? It's it's a lot to then, for them to immediately just, you know, start performing. And and I thought, wouldn't it be better to put maybe a couple on, wait five, ten minutes, and then put some more on, but four? I don't know. I, I think it weren't. If he could have made ten subs, he'd have made ten subs, wouldn't he, really? If he, if he yeah. could have done. Yeah. Uh, I think he was sport for choice, about to take off. I, I was surprised Philip stayed on. Absolutely surprised Connell came off. Uh, I think he just he just went for another man up front, didn't he? I think he tried to make it like another striker. Um, and it's one of them. The subs have worked brilliantly these last few weeks. I was only saying at the Wednesday game when they made it 2-2 with 15 minutes to go, our subs changed that game. Luke Thomas, yeah. who has been 
at the Wickham game came off the bench and assisted for, for the winning goal with Tedic. He assisted for the final goal against Sheffield Wednesday. But even he couldn't bring his magic to the game. You know, it was right through the side. So um, I don't think it was desperation. I think he had to do something. We were chasing the game at the end of the day and he could have made any number of substitutions. So I think I kind of agreed, really. I, I didn't. I didn't read. I thought he was right. He could. He could have. <laughs> he could have made ten. Um, so I, I don't read too much into that. I think he had to change something and change it quick. Uh, but like Steve said, none of them this time actually worked. Whereas they've worked in the, in recent weeks. The subs have, have changed the game. Um, looking at that, then, gents, Steve, you first. Um, whole match Saturday. You look at the table. Um, and, you know, you see Morecambe third from bottom on 34 points. Uh, they've played a match, well, they've played two matches more than Cambridge beneath them and one match more than Accurate above them. So they, they need to get some results. Um, out of their last six, um, they drew three and lost three. Uh, one their loss away at MK Dons, 1-1 one, one draw um, at home against Oxford. Charlton, they lost 4-1. Shrewsbury, they lost 3-1. Cambridge, who were just above them, 1-1 and 0-0 at Bolton. Do you give the normal starting eleven for Barnsley um, another chance? Or do you say, we, we, we can't afford to have this again. If we need to make changes, we'll make them now. And if so, what changes would you make? Um, Phillips wouldn't start for me. Not at all. And that's not just on last night's performance. That's on... Sorry, Last can I just four. interrupt? Uh, Cheltenham oh. have just scored. It's Cheltenham oh. 1, Sheffield Wednesday nil. So, sure. Wow. On, sorry. They're as crap as us then, aren't they? Um, <laughs> no, uh, you know what? Phillips won't start for me. For a simple reason, he has one good game. No, I'm lying. He has one good 15, 20 minutes and then he's he's gone missing. Uh, he has one good 10, 15 minutes he goes missing. Uh, so, for me, uh, Phillips won't play. And... As much as it's, it causes possibly, I don't know, a, a little bit of an unbalance, Jordan Williams wouldn't play on Saturday for me. I would say give him a rest, because not only were he poor, he looked leggy. But having said that, there were quite a few players, I thought, after a week's rest, we had a game. Yeah, look worse looked, for it. <laughs> look leggy. Yeah, yeah. look leggy being out on piss all week. They've been a new, being a New York with Marcus Rashford. Um <laughs> So that that two changes I, I would make. Uh, I bring I bring Barry Barry young lad Cotter in because when he came on them last few games, probably about I know it's probably about a month ago, but it it he didn't do himself a disservice. He looked tidy. Mm. You know we've just been saying it's only Morecambe. So if, is there not a better game for him to to have a run out, even if he only does forty five minutes? So that'd be for me. Um, I suppose for for Phillips, I'd like Thomas to start. Yeah, I, I just think I think Benson Benson's just not. I don't know. Considering he he looks a bit like he looks a bit like um, to me how Kane looked last couple of seasons. He needs uh, he needs a good kick up backside to actually get himself motivated. Whether he's just that sort of player, he needs an arm around shoulders or a boot up bum. I don't know. But do you know what? He frustrates me. We've seen him have games where he's, he's run show. He's, he's been absolutely brilliant. But this last, I don't know, since even before injury, 
he's just not he's just not performing he's not putting it in he strikes me as somebody who thinks he's I don't know does he think he's too good but he isn't um, Ian after mm. the horror show horror performance blip or whatever you want to call it against Exeter yeah. do you think it's easier to um, motivate the players for a better performance after such a horror show or if we would have won is it harder to maintain with you know the pressure that that, that grows what, what, what do you think looking at michael Dorf and the sort of person he is is maybe getting this bad game out of the way a perfect way of trying to go now nine unbeaten whether that be draws after saying this is what it does because it looks like we're getting maybe another chance or a second bite at the cherry yeah. with the current uh, result as it stands in um in cheltenham yeah i'd uh i'd set them a task and go put put the wrongs of Exeter to right and 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 go on another run you know that those supporters who went all that way to exeter he commented on it you know go and give the supporters something to cheer about by five o'clock on saturday uh, i agree with steve i'd freshen it up i wouldn't make wholesale changes i'd no. freshen it up like you say maybe uh williams if Cot uh barry cotter's fit um i'd like to see luke thomas given 70 80 minutes um he might want to change the strike I, i'm not saying because of last night's performance but it might be do you bring uh, I, I suppose it depends how they're playing in training is it time to give tedich a start or nothing against cole and norwood they are our best two but i would like to make two just two or three subtle changes i think you can get away with it against mark if i'm mark if i'm honest i hope that don't come back to bite me like but um i think just to freshen it up and um some of those lads who've been patient on the bench and only been getting 10, 15 minutes, give them 60, 70 on, on Saturday and see what they can do and say, look, there's a shirt there for you. Hmm. Well, the, the Reds report um, ensembles on Saturday as we all attend the uh, the home match against Morecambe. But before we do, we need to just discuss what the final score is going to be. We know Michael Duff listens, even in Mr Duff. And we know Mr <laughs> Eistead listens. Mr Eistead. Even if it's Mitchell, see you at work tomorrow. And Steve, because you were at Croft, well, you weren't at Crofts. You bought a seven hundred pound tap. And what is the uh, the final score going to be? And uh, who will be the first? If there is any Barnsley goal scorers, because you have to wonder these days, who's going to score first, and what will the final result be? Well, knowing my predictions are always one <laughs> unbelievably pathetic. Um yeah, I, I think this time we will I think we will bounce, but I don't think Duff will let him wallow on last night. I think he will I think he will freshen it up a little bit. I hope he does. Um his mentality and his his fighting mentality won't let him just dwell on last night. I think he will be, you know, put it to bed. We know what we did wrong. Go out there on Saturday and put it right. So I think it'd be I think it'll be two nil to us and I think your first goal scorer will not be Mads Anderson at back post for a header what? just for a change no <laughs> no I'm not having it I'm not having it uh, I'm going to go Herbie Kane Herbie Kane um, Ian just before we go to you I can tell you now it's Cheltenham 2 Sheffield Wednesday nil. oh he's so, getting sacked that's... in the morning he's getting that's... sacked in the morning <laughs> that's three on the bounce I mean from a bounce point of view for Michael Duff, you can use that, can't you? I mean, this is a team that lost one of what not to do. I know we lost, and that was after the Lord Mayor show. You know, we had, we had a stinker. It's maybe bigger than we think, isn't it? People say, it was just more, but actually in the run of things and looking what teams above us are doing, 
i.e. Sheffield Wednesday, um, it's, it's, it's difficult enough to lose one. But you don't want to go down that slope because you know that has a big impact. No. Um, so let's say we will win then against Morecambe. Um, come on, you tell us because you normally know these things. Who's going to score and what will the final result be? Three uh, nil to the Reds. I'd like to say Luke Thomas will start and score. I like it. You watch it on the bench. Won't come on. <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to continue the theme. So Steve says 2-0, 3-0, so I'll go 4-0. <laughs> oh, piss the gear. Is this Red Bull's really strong. Other drinks are available. Um, That's not no, Red Bull. That's sorry. not Red Bull, is sorry. it? Bison or something. What's <laughs> that? Where have you got that from? That's dodgy, that, mate. You'll want to be careful what's in that. Marijuana, what's that? <laughs> Jesus, Steve. 4-0, <laughs> um, and I will go with... Devante Cole, because I backed him to be our top goal scorer, and I just think, and I do think, if you have someone like Thomas, I think the service should improve. Um, I think Phillips has always has a chance or two, but he's just not been putting, you know, he's not been putting him away. And I think um, the biggest message is probably that you know we're all a bit nervous. We all thought it was disappointing. Those that travelled all that way for a hot drink, which is a nice touch from the club, in fairness. But it's a long way back when you've lost. So um, let's get that atmosphere going, Alquell. Let's roar them on. Be the 12th man, whatever you want to call. But this is where we pay Michael Duff, maybe not the big money, but the money for, isn't it? To motivate, to get him from, well, this is what we don't want. And then, you know, more can come to town. So if you are going on Saturday, um, enjoy it. Uh, let's hope we don't do a Sheffield Wednesday. We're currently losing 2-0 away at Cheltenham, he says, without smiling. <laughs> um, as always, Ian from the Tykes blog. Thank you very, very much. And um, we'll Welcome. see you Saturday. Yes, we 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 need to sort out this pre-match pint. Oh yeah, I'll you need to make sure your the... papers are up to date and your your visa and what have you for coming no, over at Pennines. Yeah. No, yeah, I won't get let in, will I? Well, we'll, think, we'll, we'll have to see what we can do. You're looking a bit brown, actually, mate. You're looking a bit too brown. I don't Not know if it's suntan yet. or rust. <laughs> It's rust, it's done now, but it's been rain every day since I come back from Spain. Oh, it's your fault then, Matt. It's your fault. Yeah. Steve Andrews, as always, thank you very much. You can now let your carer in. I've just had a message that the five minutes out, so you go and... I'm going to go and play with me tap. Yeah, well, whatever whatever you want to call it, mate. You play... <laughs> There's no need, is there? Eh? There's no... Talk to me about swearing and you just... Innuendos on this show is absolutely disgraceful. Absolutely, the best of Barnsley, <laughs> and for now, we're still part of the Talk Sport Network of fans. You'll be listening to the Barnsley FC Reds Report, longest running podcast for Barnsley <laughs> FC. And um, we hope you can join us again next week. That's, of course, if we've not been arrested and put in prison. <laughs> Thank you for listening. See you next week. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.